There's one show on Netflix in oh, particular. Oh, no names. No names. Oh. <laughs> Try to restrain. There's only a couple on there, so you're gonna find it. Okay. And it's like, of all those ones, that like the fact that you say that is like these guys can't even make it look good on TV. Oh uh, yes, that's so it's true. Either no Bondo. paint or it's all overspray <laughs> or Bondo. Bondo. Yeah. Super oh cringy. Like gosh. you see like jagged sheet metal edges, completely unfinished. You're like, oh my, like come on. See gaps in window frames where you put your finger in it. And you're like, <laughs> This is not a car. This is like some weird sculpture. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to another episode of Modify with Trick Factory Customs. If this is your first time watching, my name is Elvis. Tim. Doug. <laughs> Just kidding. It's Doug. Rob. <laughs> Today we'll be reviewing Smooth Jack. Yeah. <laughs> this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, my. and on this podcast, we talk about cars, uh, modified cars specifically, because we are custom car shop based here in uh, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, on this week's episode, I think it's it might. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I've, I've told i've told uh, tim and rob not to mention any specific names but we are going to be discussing the reality of automotive tv shows so i think it's going to be very interesting because i know you guys have there's a couple that come to mind like some, instantly that i'd like to trash talk <laughs> most of them no no, no, no names <laughs> like instantly there's a couple out there that are actually really really good though yeah if it's really good can i say it yeah, oh, oh, no, you're not it's going to be both. Gonna it's going to be both. Oh, my gosh. Come on now. So we're going to talk about both good and bad of the TV shows because there are some really good ones. But there's also some that make you question <laughs> the custom car world in general. And they make you cringe from the inside out. So, uh, yeah, again, we're going to try not to mention any names. <laughs> We're going to try. The good ones, we can mention names, but the not good ones. Why? <laughs> I don't see the problem. It seems coming. This thing is kind of single sided, isn't it? <laughs> Nobody cares about our opinion anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. We have an average of 2,000 listeners every week. That's pretty awesome. At least for now. I for think now. they like hearing Tim sh talk. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so like seeing the dynamic man. between the two of you and then me kind of mediating. I know you're in the middle. Tim here. and I are like, like no, um, yes, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it makes for some some really good conversation though. If so, you left it in the actual oh podcast, like cutting it out. Let us know if you guys want to see an uncut version of all our podcasts because there's quite a bit that I cut off from every episode. <laughs> he trims a lot of fat. He would yes, say, yeah. yes, and trying to keep it PG. <laughs> so let us know if you want to see an uncut version. We'll try to create something, maybe uh, Patreon or something at some point in time. So. Yeah, just comment below. If you like this video or podcast, you can give it a thumbs up on YouTube. Rate it five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get a podcast from. With that said, how have you guys' week been? <laughs> Jim, what have you been week? up to this yeah, week? How was your week? What have I been doing? I've been doing a little bit of everything again. Same, chasing stuff around. And then, yeah, I actually put some time in on the G-Wagon stuff. What else did I do? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the mm. G-Wagons. More of the same. Just trying to find parts, just ordering parts, dealing with customers. If you want to hear more about his update too, you can check out the shop update video that we just published on our main channel, Trick Factory Customs. Uh, if so, yeah. So yeah, keep in mind that each one of those projects that we did an update on has a person behind it that I got to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> some are good, some are bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know what, Elvis? We never ever ask you how your week was. Aww, what have you been doing, you, Rob. Elvis? Wow, I'm blushing right now. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, it's been were, a- were we discussing earlier how it looks like he's napping most of the time? Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But we just tried, we just rectified that. So, yeah, wow. No wow. Okay. No, um, <laughs> my week has been great. Uh, I mean, I got a new computer this week. So, that was pretty awesome because the last one was. Oh, it was kind of slow. Big, so thank big you guys. Upgrades for, Huge upgrade for the media department. Yep. And our internet turns to sh- I know. Yeah. <laughs> How about that, right? It never ends. It never ends. Never you just ends. keep on upgrading one thing it. or the other. Yeah, yeah. It never ends. Yeah. So, so I think Monday we're getting a new modem or something. So hopefully we finally get yeah. some resolution. It's crazy just how often that has to happen. Like, mm. how is it that that one just all of a sudden doesn't I know, work good perfect enough? Perfect timing. You're like, what? <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's a pretty abrasive environment. That thing's got to be five or six years old. I don't know. It just seems like yesterday. I just listened to a whole podcast on, oh, what did they call it? Engineered obsolescence. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a conspiracy. I'd believe it. Oh, like the engineer it to fail? Yeah. Just eventually like- for it to fail. Oh. Or be, become obsolete. Oh, like shoot. they can't make it too good. Uh, is that what they do to modern cars these days? Uh, Conspiracy theory. You have yeah. to think maybe, <laughs> right? Because they sure we we say it all the time. They don't build them like they used to. I heard it somewhere that modern cars have an average lifespan of five years. Okay, I have a, a but, side topic. I have to get off my mind right okay. now because I just read it okay. and it kind of plays into this. So, Ford just patent something to do some technology but okay the end part is the part that really pisses me off so they the, the first stage of it is if you don't make your payments they're <laughs> going to be able to turn off certain accessories in your car oh nice and then build in a certain amount of what they call make it uncomfortable like they'll yeah. turn off you no longer have access to your ac navigation and then if it progresses <laughs> then the next phase of it is you won't be able to drive it for leisure purposes so the mm. car itself is going to learn its pattern of going to and from work as the only place you can drive it what so that's the second yeah. stage of not catching up your payments then the, the last third <laughs> stage is the one that really bugs me because it's like the third stage is if if it's at a point in your term or whatever it is and then based on its service history and all these things it decides that the car isn't it can actually, the third phase is it drives it back to it repossession, it back. repossession oh, wow. sensor or center or a place in where a tow truck can pick it up. <laughs> but if it deems based on its service history and mileage that it's not worth picking up, it'll take itself to a recycling center or a wrecking yard. What? Oh, I didn't even know about that part. Yeah, just so it'll just drive itself to a wrecker right so what if it determines that and you still why wouldn't they just let you keep it like you know what just keep the thing like what oh, i did not dude. know about that i knew this is based on service history yeah service history and vehicle condition and mileage so if they determine it's absolutely not nothing to do with like <laughs> you know you made your payments this is your car nah you just never changed your oil with the no, recommended oem specification yeah if you made your payments you're good you're good but if you didn't make your payments They'll make okay, an assessment I mean, on the car, and if they don't think it's worth taking back, it'll just drive itself to a recycling <laughs> center. That's insane. That's actually That's insane. So why wouldn't so they just funny. let you keep it at that point? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's actually funny. I think we were talking about this before. Like, Tesla has some, or they could, no, they tried to they do, could it, but they do something it like that, too, had, right? You have to be fully autonomous. So, basically, this is only like allowing level, them level to five driving it to, like, a safe space, like, removing it from the driveway to eliminate a situation. Yeah. But it can't like yeah. drive its all its own all the way back. 
Wow. Anyways, <laughs> classic cars for the win. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> classic cars. Yes. I'll take my LS swap to Jag any day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can appreciate technology, but that's too far. Yeah. yeah. Rob, how's your week been? I've had a good week. I've had a really good week, actually. We've been going really hard on the Skylark this week. We've had these plans, these things in motion that we've that we talked about doing, and we're making our way through a bunch of those major design choices that have impact down the chain. And we're starting to knock out a few of those things. So a lot of things are coming together. It's been pretty cool because it looks pretty amazing. And I've been posting some pictures and like the amount of feedback that we're getting just on the floor. It's not interesting, but like the appreciation for the amount of metal work and all the time and effort going into it is pretty cool. Because, I mean, transitioning from wide body kits and big wheels and all this kind of stuff, just straight up hardcore sheet metal is like, it's pretty impressive. Pretty awesome. Rob. It's pretty satisfying, though. Sweet. Yeah. So with that said, we're just going to dive right into today's conversation, which is uh, the reality of automotive TV shows. Uh, So I think you got that backwards. The reality of the lack of reality in shows. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of them definitely lean more towards that. They bend it for sure. Yeah, they're bending it. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that happen during the commercial break. (laughs) Yeah. So what are so? Let's just start with the. I don't know. Should we start with the good or the bad first? Should we? Which one should we? Should we just rip the bad off like a band aid and then dive into the good stuff or? Well, I don't know. Let's just let's just talk a little bit about like the the lack of realistic sort of things that you do happen to see in a lot of a lot of the TV shows nowadays. Like, and well, you have for lack lack forever, but there's just so many things that that get shown that are just not realistic. Like, as far as I'm not even talking about like gaps or like being able to drive a car, but just being able to accomplish certain things, like. You know, we joke about, I just joked about it recently about, you know, the things that happened during the commercial break. Like it's, there's a lot of things like the floor pan in this Skylark that we're building right now didn't just happen in a single episode, <laughs> you know, like it's taken a long time to do that kind of stuff. Right. And TV shows, these car building shows, a lot of the times don't really showcase the amount of time spent or effort or even expense, honestly, for what it costs to do these kind of things. You know what I really, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trash talk just a touch. I'm not gonna say anything, but like most, most TV shows, they'll show like build cost breakdowns. And there's a couple out there that like, they'll put in like maybe some hard costs for some of the parts. No labor. But never, <laughs> ever do I ever see labor cost in there. Mm. So you see, oh yeah, it cost me $37,000 to build this car. You're like, yeah, right. <laughs> Buddy. Like when you're building a car to the level of the Skylark, it's like, it's probably almost 50-50 labor to parts. Like the amount well, of Well, yeah, and the that's directly hours. relative to the type of parts quality. Exactly. So, so you're like, saying cost versus labor. You might labor. get 150 okay. grand in parts, but you're getting 150 grand in labor too. Oh. So like when they throw these build breakdowns and then you get some guy that comes in and it's like, oh, I'm going to buy this crazy motor. We literally were talking about it right before this podcast. So it's like, just to get a basic idea, you're like, you know, the motor's this much money, you know, the frame's this much money, you know, the wheels are this much money, you know, this. And it's like, you only have this much to spend. And then if you're going to tally all that up and at the end of that, you got eight grand to put all those parts together. It's like, you can't <laughs> afford it. Like, you just can't afford it. And mm-hmm. the fact that they're sending people out there and giving them that impression, first of all, that it's going to happen in one day. Mm-hmm. And secondly, all it's going to happen for free. 
it's not going to happen. No. Like, that's the worst part of it. And, then, like, some of these cars that I see being built is insane. Like, some of them are amazing. There's a couple of shows that build amazing cars. But what they don't tell you is that they're six, seven hundred grand. And it took four <laughs> years. <laughs> and, and, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, multiple, yeah. multiple yeah. years. Mm -hmm. Yeah multiple years yeah. to build i think that's a major disconnect yeah before i started working at before i started working at this shop i never knew cars took this like took this long to make yeah. to build and we don't even take a lot of time on average We're with cars fast by some people <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so yeah. i was when yeah when you guys were telling me the reality of the tv shows and how they take that long i was like wait what like one car can take yeah. like five years and i mean some cars do take that long but at the same time it's like i wish they would do a better job of saying how long at least even an estimate of ooh, how long it took as opposed to because with tv i feel like the timeline they're given as well doesn't work with like it's hard to compress everything same thing with like our youtube videos for example we work on something for like a few months and it's like well, we've yeah. been approached about tv shows in the past and it's like i mean our youtube stuff is pretty quick and easy to do but like when we've tried to do proper tv show stuff i think that would probably double the time it takes to build these true. cars very because true. like you're trying to like it took us what like i don't know what it was but the relate the ratio was like six hours of filming to get like two produced minutes <laughs> yeah yep. it's insane it's insane so like you listen to some of these guys like in our industry that like i'll listen to them on other podcasts and it's like yeah we'll spend three hours putting one wheel on and off and on and off on and off and it's like it doesn't make any sense and then for some of the timelines it's impossible it's literally impossible you have 52 weeks in a year we're waiting like everything like that's half our conversations throughout when's this week when's this coming three weeks so subtract that from 52. when's this coming then you get to that point like okay well now we need this we got to subtract another three weeks or maybe a month or what's common now is 12 to 16 weeks mm -hmm. cool easy two-year build Mm -hmm. If you can get everything, plus you got to do all the work. Like, I think we have probably, I would say, what, six weeks into doing the floor pans? Like, it's just a tremendous or amount. Probably more, actually. Probably more. Probably two <clears throat> months into just doing the floors. Yeah, and I would have to say that, that like, that timeline is probably, probably because we're deciding and building everything. Yeah, but and if you like, break it's it down, like it's like, that's not even that crazy. That's like you know, a couple hundred hours into the floor. That's crazy. Like it's a massive amount of work, but, and then you got to figure out all this stuff as long as you go. So, I mean, these build times is like, that's the most frustrating part about all these TV shows. And for me, it's like, I'll get these guys watching TV shows on Sunday and then harassing me on Monday. Like, <laughs> when's my car going to be done? And he's like, what? And then these sellers, they, they do all this crazy shit. And then it's like, all we have to do now is paint it. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then the thing's in the booth 20 minutes later, they're putting a coat of paint on it. It's like, no, there's like another 100, 150 hours worth of body work to do just to get just it to the point that you're going to paint oh, it. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It it's like similar to, I'm trying, trying to think of what car that I've seen. Uh, the guys do Brett and Spencer work on and it's like it takes so long to get it perfect because with TV shows and you guys might also talk chime into this but with TV shows like some of the TV shows that are not good they only do it to show good on camera for it to be Dude, there's looking shows that doesn't good, even look yeah. good on, on camera, camera. <laughs> there's one show on netflix in oh, particular oh, no names no names cool. try to restrain there's only a couple on there so you're gonna find it okay. and it's like of all those ones that like the fact that you say that is like these guys can't even make it look good on tv oh yeah yes that's so true because there was a time 
before I joined the shop, I didn't really, I was like, ooh, this looks good on like camera and all that. But like looking at it, uh, watching the show again, after I had been, and I've seen what good, good work looks like, I went back and I, I watched these shows again and I'm like, oh my gosh, like you would see it, like whenever they're trying to deliver a car or something, you would just, they put a GoPro at one angle that just shows all the, on the outside, you see some nice, it looks maybe okay, but once you look inside the vents, like the fender area no, or something, either you see no Bondo. Or it's all overspray <laughs> or Bondo. Yeah, super oh cringy. My like gosh. you see like jagged sheet metal edges, completely unfinished. You're like, oh my, like, come on. See gaps in window frames where you put your finger in it. Like, <laughs> this is not a car. This is like some weird sculpture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of, there's another one. I gotta name. There's names, so many. Man. I I'm gotta trying, name names. I'm trying really so hard, hard. <laughs> so hard not to name names. I'm like, me too. I also want to call the names, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, uh, bad gets, chat, bad chat. Oh my god, bad chat's the worst. <laughs> it happened. Oh, no. I said it. No. <laughs> cut, cut. No. <laughs> Rob just said a name. <laughs> oh my god. I had to. I had to. Oh. There's a couple others. Yeah, yeah. There's a few. He's probably one of the worst. Yeah. Mm. But the other side of it is, there's a lot of people that are just educated and they'll be like oh yeah you're an artist it's like yeah you're 100 an artist but you should not be building cars yeah like absolutely not building cars yeah because there's a big difference between a designing a difference. car and, and building this is, it. we're just talking aesthetics and just his technique is complete absolute shit. like it's horrible then the fact that you want to put a living human being in it and send it down the road no well, see, that's the thing right there is like are you building a static piece of sculpture or mm. are you building an automotive automobile so there's no consideration as to how this thing's gonna work half the time you don't even know how you're supposed to get in or out of it like when you get lowered in through the sunroof like it's so <laughs> stupid i can't even stand to watch it like there's bad craftsmanship and maybe poorly executed stuff but that is just it doesn't even make sense to me mm -hmm. it's completely ridiculous and if chad wants beef he knows where to find it. <laughs> yeah but anyway, you know, you see these TV programs and stuff like that, you know, there's only a few of them, right? I mean, it's kind of a big deal to get, you know, a production company to set, you know, do this whole thing, put out a TV show. It's it's kind of a big deal. But then that filters down into like content creation for YouTube and and things like that. And then now we're just overwhelmed. We're flooded on YouTube from With content that creators that are literally doing the exact same thing that we were just talking. Yep. And, you know. Well, I think there's a lot of people that even get into this industry with the hopes of getting a TV show. Mm. Like, oh, that's yeah. their sole purpose. And then you see it on YouTube, and then that's why, you know, because you do get a bunch of attention. And a lot of it, it is fun, crazy to look at, but it's like. Functionality. Functionality is horrible. And then from us with a functioning proper business, it just brings us nothing but grief, like all the time. Yeah, I see it every like, day. <laughs> We had a customer walk in the other day and like Rob's hammering out the floor and the Skylark and everything's awesome. And he, he'd come in, he's a holy year. Oh my God, this is like an episode of Kin Dig It. And you're like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Get out, just go. Just, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why is it so noisy in here? It's like, it's a shot. It's a shot. It's a and, shot. and like, if I had to choose one TV show that I actually like respect, Kin Dig It. Yeah, because there's no drama in it. Yeah, it's awesome. So like the timelines are obviously manipulated. So from that aspect, I get it. But you're trying to produce a product for people to see an end result. Otherwise, you're going to be watching this show for four years. But there's no drama, and what they do is like 
pretty legitimate. Yeah, I've never and you seen can it. see the progression. Oh, it's of, great. Like, it's yeah, great. it's a great show. It's been like, going. It's it's probably what nine years now. Yeah, I think it's oh, nine wow. years. Like on and on and on and on. Huge following. Um, not like the the highest standings in in whatever that television world is, but like everybody loves it because it's real. It's yeah. actually real and no drama. It's a real car. There's building. a couple of yo-yos on the show that I don't like. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, but the nice thing about it is like over the course of the nine years, it's like you can see. The progression, like a progression That's in good. their techniques and their abilities and ad adaptation of like different technologies. So it's, they're not just doing one thing over and mm. over again, trying to pump out an end result. It's like there's a constant evolution, which is cool to watch. Because I've heard you say one of your gripes or even Rob, too, is when people are doing this stuff, but don't evolve, like keep doing the same, pretty oh, much yeah. the same techniques over yeah, and, and when over you're talking again. content creation, yeah. content creators. Yeah, yeah. Like that kind of, yeah, you're like, you should be getting better. Yeah. You know, you with be. every like consecutive project that you do, because you, you see them, they fail and they're like, they're filming themselves and they're failing and they're just, and they're recognizing that it's a failure. The next time they do something, because like I've been following people for years, I love watching the evolution of people that create mm -hmm. whatever it is, doesn't matter. But like you, if, if they don't progress, you just lost a subscriber yeah like like that sucks specifically one person Beast i think build. i've been oh my gosh <laughs> cut the cutting that well uh, yeah one kinda. person one person that i think i've seen that progressed uh i've been watching him for years is we both watch him is gingium uh yeah because he started doing like from where he started from i don't know like the miata and like where he is now like he yeah. put every episode i feel like he elevates his content and elevates the way he builds stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's re it's re it's respectable to watch. It's and it's it's entertaining. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's nice to see, man. I admire that. Until our, oh, doing stuff and failing is totally fine, and but you're gonna have people that are gonna tell you how to do it properly, and you need to listen to those. People. Yeah, you can't just dismiss it. That's good. So it's good to see these people that are actually like oh, okay, because lots of people like even our stuff. You get people everyone's like oh how come you did that. They're not necessarily, you know, on it. It's just like, why did you decide to do it that way? And then I'll have to explain, oh, okay, cool. I did mine this way. That's probably why it didn't work. And it's like, well, this is the way I know how to do it. But you could also try it this way. Yeah. And like, okay. And then off they go. And we do the same thing. We try new stuff all the time, constantly. <laughs> yeah. And, and new like products, sometimes new tools, we fail. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it doesn't work. Or sometimes it just doesn't necessarily suit your style. Yeah. Because there is some things that are great, but there's just too many layers to it to be able to use it effectively that it just doesn't make sense. So, like, mm. there's tons and tons and tons of, like, production products that are introduced to us all the time. But for the stuff that we're doing, it's like it doesn't really cross over. Mm. So you'll get some people like, how come you didn't just do this? You're like, which when you know, when we did the technology thing, it doesn't just apply to electronic technology. There's all kinds of chemical technologies with bonding stuff and all this crazy, crazy stuff. But it just a lot of this stuff, unless you're doing all of it all the time it doesn't make sense because you crack a 90 dollar tube with some super fast glue <laughs> and you only need this much and you're like this doesn't make sense yeah it doesn't make sense so there's lots of room for improvement but lots of these guys just don't ever it's horrible and then what are some of you guys's if you could recommend like for example like a tv show or some tv shows that do it 
right because like you said there's yeah there's some bad ones but there's also some really good ones so you said can dig it i've never seen that before can dig it i think is just because they use legitimate proper technique and they have some really talented people on the show but even that one is the timeline's unrealistic oh you can't it's it gives people a wrong impression because it literally looks like they're turning out every another (laughs) five-year build every week (laughs) but i mean the the size of their facility and they manipulate that on this show too is like they have like 14 or 15 cars on the go at any given time and you can see like one if you start paying attention to the background you'll see that car that just finished last week is still unfinished in the background (laughs) of this video so there's like there's all this manipulation but i mean it's in its bones it's it's a good show like there's a lot of real stuff happening in that show but and then the other ones they're building to a timeline and then that's why the stuff is junk it's like we need to finish this today and it's you can't do it yeah i think that's probably one of the failings in tv show tv show car building is like if you're if you're working towards like that tight deadline for the for the tv drama part of it that's when it fails and you start compromising what the car actually is Mm. and you're doing it more for like the you know the 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 visual drama of trying to meet the deadline that doesn't work like like when when we were you know talking to production companies and stuff before that was one of the things they're like yeah you either have to have you know wild explosions (laughs) or blah 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 and this and that or you need to have like you know crazy tight deadlines that you're trying to meet and all this and it's it's like well that sucks because we don't want to do either because it's a compromise to the car (laughs) yeah and there's different levels of the production of it too it's like you can do your own thing and we'll shop it around for you or you do our thing and then we'll fund it but then it's like we want to see you with your arms crossed like this oh gosh no yell at this guy and (laughs) we light this on fire throw a chair at someone (laughs) and like during that whole era that was like the reality of all those shows and it was just like they wanted to have a script and we're not actors like we're terrible at it like we just (laughs) make stuff like we build cars yeah like even the fact that we have to do youtube now and social media and all that kind of stuff it's like it's been a really slow burn for us. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's most definitely not the comfort zone. No. no. You know? So no. it's been, even that is like, and we keep it pretty honest, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't cut out any, actually, that's a lie. I cut out some things, but. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get roasted for, for, for a week. I know, right? <laughs> or longer. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, you know, another topic about the curses of social media. And, yep. you know, yeah. how customers think we do everything in real time. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You post something like, how come you're not working on my car? You're like, like oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then for uh, TV shows as well, it's so funny you mentioned the part of like wanting to fake drama. Like you're like, oh, we get, we we have to we have to get this car ready by Tuesday, or else we got to sell the shop or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> it's always something like super yeah. extreme. Yeah, yeah we, we don't have to fake any drama. There's always there's something. always drama. There's always something going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something didn't show up. A customer's being an asshole. Who knows what it is? There's always something. Yeah. Like, Sometimes it's most like more often than not, it's not the kind of drama that would make for a good TV no. show, but it's 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 minor. A lot drama. of times it's drama because of TV shows, mm-hmm. yeah, like usually. customers with unrealistic deadlines and just goofy shit that they want that you're just like, no. So then you end up with this back and forth or they think because they watched it on some TV show that it's going to be done in two days and like, why isn't it going to be done in two days? You're like, oh, my God. But don't you give them a deadline before taking the car in? No, you can't. Oh, I guess because part of the time you don't even know what's wrong with it until it gets here. So, and then they think you're just going to be able to whip it up and, you know, 
by the weekend because they got some made up thing that they want to go to and then if you can't do it then that's where the drama sets in then they think you're bad at your job because you weren't able to get it like why can't you get it fixed well i don't have parts so how am i going to fix it Mm -hmm. or they want to pick it up like hey i think it'll be done probably saturday around noon they're here at 1205 Mm. like i didn't even get to drive it so i don't know for sure so like now it's like i got to tell people four days after i think it's going to be done like if i think it's going to be done tuesday i'll tell them it'll be ready friday Mm. so i can leave myself a buffer but even then it's like why does it take so long they built a whole car in four days on tv (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah more often than not it's like and, and we have to tell these to you know certain customers sometimes more more times than you'd expect you know, if you haven't heard from me calling you, the car's not done. Because the likelihood, we do this for money. Yeah. This is how we pay our bills. So the likelihood of me finishing your car and then just letting it sit in the corner is really, really low. Yeah. Because I don't get paid until your car is done. Yep. So why wouldn't I call you when it's finished? <laughs> so you don't need to call me before I call you. And then trying me trying to educate you on like the little problems or struggles or Maybe I just don't have time to go test drive your car properly or it's pissing rain outside and it's like they just don't account for that. And it's just so frustrating sometimes because it's just not real. They think it's just like they want this big grand, you know, like, oh, we're going to meet in the park and I'll take you for a nice drive in your car. And you're like, no, man. Like, <laughs> this is reality. This is not a reality. TV show. It's not a TV show. I will call you the minute your car is done and I am comfortable that it's perfect and it's ready to go home. Don't call me four days early. Like, ugh. And definitely don't just pull a pop in and show up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> I know that grinds your oh, gears. <laughs> yeah, because it, it puts it, it, you come to a screeching halt in whatever you're doing. Yeah. You because now you have to, to fucking go and attend. Yeah. And if you're calling me 14 times along the way, it's like, and the biggest thing is like, we all work with our hands. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I'm stopping what I'm doing every time my phone rings, I'm not getting anything done. Yeah. So the fact that you're calling me, I don't answer you. You can't get butt hurt at me because I'm probably working on your car or somebody else's car. Yeah. Or he's filming filming a, a new video. For exactly. Me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just making TikTok. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Not really. Making TikTok. Just a little bit, but not at all. Tim is busy dancing. Yeah. No. <laughs> making TikTok videos. Hey. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then, uh, like, give me some other car shows because I know you guys watch car shows. Give me some ones that are like actually good. Because we don't want to recommend the bad stuff. I mean, there's there's three basically like documentaries that are like really, really strong and they resonated with me in the earlier years and they were the Motorcycle Mania trilogy. Oh, okay. Like that was that was huge for me. I actually learned how to sheet metal shape just by oh, watching Oh, no that. way. And, and he only shows it for like a brief little bit. But it was a really, really good one. And it was kind of right around the same time that Orange County Choppers and American Chopper was... A but thing. those two shows and they were they were entire, like polar opposites right? yeah, yeah. an entire generation of customizers like that's probably he's jesse james probably like the single most influential person of that era because up until that yeah. point even in myself doing this kind of stuff was like you're an idiot yeah like <laughs> right it, it was like blue collar like broken down it was like even lower than being a standard tradesman wow and then now this guy come along and made it legitimate and made it yeah. cool. That's so then awesome. I think that inspired a whole bunch of people to go out and learn how to do it. Oh, wow. I bet Otherwise, you, it would I already you, be dead. I, I would have to assume that if you asked 90% of the people out there now that do this for a living, Jesse James is probably like up there. 
in a, in like that handful of top five major influencers. And I mean, all these like top guys that all had TV shows that started with like American Hot Rods with boycotting. Yeah. Oh, boycotting I remember American Hot Rods. Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. He was like a hot rod god. Yeah. <laughs> and then below him that worked at his shop was Jesse James, Chip Oh. Boos, you know, you got Curtis so Custom. That's where they started from. They all started there. A lot. Of, no a lot way. Of, yeah, like a lot of amazing Because Boyd people. was like a pioneer. Like the guy was, like he said, he, he was like, legitimized he was the guy. That's so cool. And then from there, they all fanned out and they got a whole bunch of people that come out of where they are and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like Jesse James specifically, like the amount of fabrication guys and welders and stuff that have worked there. And then you see them spin off and do their own thing. Like he's created an entire so cool. industry of super talented people. <laughs> so it's pretty wild. Yeah. And then you listen, like I listen to the Roadster Shop podcast, same thing. They talk about inspiration from him and all this different sort of stuff. So like the amount of people that were inspired by that guy is insane. Mm-hmm. Like they may not have directly worked for him, but like we all, like it just set you off and way you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid watching American Hot Rod and all of those shows. Oh, so good. Well, I used to find, follow Boyd stuff like religiously in magazines. And then when the TV show came out, it was, you know, that was a window into that whole world. And then the people involved with it was insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I actually still listen to his son's podcast, which is the Hot Rod by Boyd's podcast with oh. his son. And they bring in a lot of those characters and they tell the real deal of the behind the scenes of the TV show and what he was actually like, because they spun him off as like a complete asshole on the show. Mm. But apparently he's a pretty amazing guy. But in doing the TV show, he needed knew he needed to do the TV show to be able to make the money that he yeah. wanted to make and do the things he wanted to do. So he accepted that role <laughs> as the asshole. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. everybody, nobody thinks he's an asshole. Anybody yeah. that knew him or anybody in the industry never thought he was an asshole. And it's funny because with, you should mention that, because with automotive TV shows, they're not looked, a lot of them are not looked as, or looked out as that these things are fake. Like they're actually looked as, at, or they're looked out as these are real. But some of them are based on reality, but there's yeah. a lot of them too, that they are literally just for entertainment purposes yeah. only. Like that is well, it. That's the way they should be perceived. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And I if mean, they just did it and then they, if they sent it out in that way, it would probably be less, we'll say, harmful. To mm, like if they say this is strictly for entertainment. As even opposed in to- my personal life, I can't even go to dinner with anybody without. And I like I, a lot of times I don't even want to say what I do. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's <laughs> because it's, they, it open up a whole different. Because yeah. as soon as you oh, do, like, like, oh, what you, I build custom cars. Oh, you like this guys? person. Like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> like, like I'm offended. Yeah. yeah like I say we're not friends. We're <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that at yeah, all yeah. like that's very interesting uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. but even look at like in our just doing our youtube videos and you follow all the comments on our youtube page and all this kind of stuff and what's the single biggest comment is everybody loves the vibe in the shop it's like oh man this place looks like it's a great place to work and you guys are having so much fun and i love the vibe blah 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 but that's just real that's our yeah. actual reality but they've been trained to believe that the shop is like flipping tables yeah, and like very toxic stuff. environment yeah, like and toxic everything. environment and people are getting fired and yelled <laughs> at and like it's not really like that and no. i don't know anybody that would want to stay in it exactly i was like, gonna no. say that no even no. when when I, i've been working here for over a year now but ever since i came here it's just been i'm like oh my gosh this is amazing like it's not what you typically 
picture again like a custom shop to be like and it's like it is so awesome and i'm like oh my gosh you guys are amazing like well you see all the days but i mean for the most part it's pretty fun like, yeah see in that in that very vibe and that thing that you recognize it's taking us a lifetime to cultivate mm. that and make that part of our reality on the day-to-day -day. yeah like it, like we've talked about this in podcasts before about how like if we have somebody on the team or whatever that's like a super negative rain cloud we'll just toss them we'll just, mm -hmm. you guys are you're out <laughs> no matter how good you are you're out right and and it's taken it's taken this amount of experience doing this to create this kind of environment yeah it's funny because one of those people that we got rid of actually messaged me last night no what? way yeah. oh no i don't want to hear about this yeah. after i didn't realize how long ago that it actually was and it was like brr, brr, great to see you guys are doing great and they're like yeah you didn't think that while you were here oh no so just yeah it's crazy but mm -hmm. anyways that's a side topic yeah. <laughs> i'll bring everybody up to speed after that. awesome okay i'm like ooh, i want to know juicy yeah. conversation <laughs> tim what was like like because I, I i mentioned motorcycle mania being like three major ones like what did oh, you yeah, what yours? did you like i mean hot rods you know the american hot rod was it was at, and i forgot about that one it's unfortunate because that was a really big deal show too yeah, like, I would say probably the earliest one was like this is super, like I'm super dating myself was <laughs> a show called American Speed and Beauty, which was kind of like a, if I had to say it was like a, I don't know like a version of like Petrolicious, where it wasn't so much focused on like shops or drama. It was just like interesting projects, interesting people, what they do and what they created. That was a huge one for me. And then yeah, the, all the Motorcycle Mania series was. That was the one, like that American was American Speed and Beauty. That's like when we were kids. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> like, so we're going back like a long thirty-five ish wow, okay. years. Yeah. Ago, Dating yourself a little bit. Yeah, that was like one of the first ones, though. And then all that later stuff, the drama-based TV stuff, was like you and you had to watch it because you're trying to glean little things out of the actual building and stuff, but it just got so obnoxious that it. Yeah. became too hard to watch mm -hmm. and then i would say the biggest turning point for me is when we started to see that actual stuff in person oh oh like like a lot of the projects that we yeah, watched like, on you know like you'd see a bunch of those occ bikes and how they're doing them and all the drama of that show and then you'd see the bikes in person and you're just like oh my god <laughs> not very good <laughs> not yeah because back good. in the day like when tim and i used to build choppers and stuff um like you know, mid 2000s to late 2000s. That's kind of when the chopper boom was really, really strong, right? Um, we used to do a lot of like traveling, international traveling and compete competing. And we'd see a lot of like major, major players builds and stuff that were on like Great Biker Build Off and, and those, sh those shows of that time, which that was a really good show. Yeah, the, no, that's the, a cool the Biker show Build Off series bike. was a really cool show. And if you don't know what that Elvis, I mean, there was two no like major, major builders would compete and they had like a time deadline. They had to meet at a specific show or whatever. Mm. And then they would have like, you know, popular vote, like people's choice who would win. Oh, okay. That's so, cool. Like, that that like part cool of it concept. kind of sucked. But like the, the building towards the show yeah. was a really cool thing. And, and they actually showcased a lot of like really, really big time influential major builders of the time. And then, like as Tim was saying, sometimes it's not great to meet your heroes, <laughs> or, or at least see some of the things that they created. Like there, there was one that was built that we saw in Daytona, 
mm-hmm. from a from a pretty big time builder, and it was bike was just awesome to look at, but it was definitely built for TV. But once you come close, it just oh, falls it apart. It like really it, it, it still looked awesome, like visually and everything about it was just amazing. But like it was not like a proper riding bike. Yeah, it didn't and you work could see at it. all, like at all. Yeah, but so, you know that was one of those kind of things, and that was I think that's one of the negative effects that you know being filmed or having those tight deadlines or or whatever it is being on TV I think has that impact on some yeah. on some people and then some other people that have done the same biker build off shows or or you know they they comment on like that deadline thing and the unrealistic nature of what that represents they yeah, still never compromise their finished product. But maybe they weren't the most exciting people to watch. Like, you know, <laughs> well, like a couple of people, like a couple of heroes of ours. Like we got offered to do that show. But at the time, it just didn't work for us because we would add the you basically had to buy all the parts in advance. Oh, one of those. a bunch of stuff. You kind of had 90 days to prepare for the seven day build. And then we just were too new to the game to be able to afford to do something like that. So we had to pass up on it because you basically have to close your shop down for six yep. weeks. And we were barely able to make the rent, never mind shut down for six weeks and spend yeah. 50 grand on parts. But like you watch some guys like a huge, you know, a guy that I'm a huge fan of, Roger Goldhammer. He yeah. was on the show and he did a build and his build was amazing. And then probably of all the builds the after the fact, the thing worked perfect. Like he still has it. I That's still see it on cool. his thing, but he didn't really play into the whole I don't know what you even call it, like the drama of the show. So he just like. <laughs> You know, face down, doing what he needed to do and got it done. So yeah. it was like, you can totally appreciate it. And I was like glued the whole time. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. This guy's so talented. Like, there's no smoke and mirrors. There's no nothing, no cutting corners. And he just like pounded it out. But not the like for me, it was exciting to watch. But for most people, there's just, just no drama. Dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do you remember? Do you remember that episode? Like, remember he took his gas tank to his painter. Oh, yeah. To yeah, get yeah. it painted. And this is a guy that's been painting his bikes forever so talented crazy knows exactly what roger's aesthetic was all this we're getting off on a tangent here but this is the tv drama part of it in that episode this dude goes and th- man airbrushes a skull on the tank of this motorcycle that he built completely the wrong artistic aesthetic for this bike and it's not Roger's style at all and that was like the the TV drama part. He was coming there and he's like, made him fucking wipe it off. Like, <laughs> like wipe so it like, off. They're almost of making it. fun of the made up TV drama yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, it was like, like, but it was like so transparent because we both met Roger many times before that. And we're like, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> Just funny. for TV. Yeah. But like awesome. some, some shows are just all about that. Like some of the shops and some of the people. So are. some of the guys that you'd really want to see have a TV show. They're they're not TV people no. at all. They're just amazing they craftsmen, just work. and yeah. they just work, and that's all they want to do. And even like, you'll see some of them try to dabble in it, and it's they just don't have the hype, and it's sad because those are the guys that are going to be teaching people to do stuff better and do it properly, and like, you know, you almost want to reach out, like, can you do a build series, like some <laughs> videos? Because we used to buy videos. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I remember the, DVD the good old videos. Yeah. They yeah. cost you like fifty bucks a pop or more. Yeah. You're like, we had stacks of them. So you if you're know? trying to learn stuff from these shows, you're screwed. Mm. Then we end up with YouTube junk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate, you know. Did we, you guys- we try to we try to think about that and like that's how we kind of approach most of the videos that we like to do for YouTube or Instagram or whatever we're doing. 
trying to put out real stuff for people to see and yeah. appreciate as like you guys don't do. Want that's it. cool. Like they literally <laughs> yeah. don't want it. Yeah, they don't yeah. want it. Like we do some goofy shit that we just think is ridiculous and it's like, And that's what does that better. Gets all the views. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. then you now the joke in the shop is like we're big YouTubers. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like we're doing it just cuz it's fun and it's stupid, but it's like you want you wish that people would actually page to the stuff that like you've put so much time and put your heart and all your yeah. effort into and it's like no sorry they don't care yeah. they literally don't care so you can see how it creates this whole toxic sort of tv thing yeah it's like, and you have to do something to get views and then yeah that. yeah because it's like i mean we've touched on it a bit like how big of a role social media plays in our business now is ridiculous mm -hmm. like it's just it doesn't even make sense it's crazy so yeah yeah have, have you guys seen wheeler dealers I used to uh, like it. I when love I, was, I used to watch dealers. it. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. Been a long time now up. since I've seen it. Yeah, yeah and good. then it turned to sh too. No, it's kind of it's definitely the original. The original yeah, way, the original was one was awesome. so. Yeah, like, I liked it even though it didn't really apply to us. But is it the Ed China guy? Yeah, Ed China and yeah, uh, my that brewer. was great. And then when so they moved good. it to America, it just turned yeah. to complete garbage. I still watched it. I still liked it regardless. I hated it. I really, really, it's so bad because the other guy was so legit. He's in there busting knuckles and doing stuff and giving you a real idea of what they're trying to do and mm -hmm. what you may encounter. Like, oh, broke a bolt. Here, let's do yeah. this. Whereas the other one, it was just like, oh, I'm chasing cars. And then this guy just effortlessly restores them. Like it's no, perfect, then we're gonna sell it. I've actually learned a lot from that show too. Like it's before I even started doing any of my stuff, like I was watching it. I'm like, oh, this is how you do this. This is how you do that because they showed it. And it's, I really appreciate that. I still go back sometimes and even watch I like, I love older episodes. One. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's amazing when you can come across some sort of video or whatever and you can get some information out of it that just gets you fired up, man. Gets yeah. you loving cars. Sweet. I think that's, that's it. pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for watching this video and listening to this podcast. If you liked it, give it a thumbs up again and uh, also give it a five star rating so we can move up in podcast ratings and we will see you guys next week. Oh, Later. and let us know of any any shows as well that you your favorite automotive TV shows uh, comment below and we'll let you know if they're glorious or not <laughs> <laughs> and uh more uh suggestions on topics for us to talk about yes we always appreciate that yeah um yeah sweet yeah. awesome bye